Greetings, greetings, all my vibers out there. This is the Wild Cloud Podcast with your host, Poppy Rich. Join us on this tour of life while we journey through Cincinnati and other surrounding cities, maybe even closer, maybe even farther. Not sure yet. We'll see where it goes. But join us and and take this tour with us and and learn about these people in our communities doing very well uh, and want to inspire the up-and-coming generations, want to inspire people just today who want better for themselves and their families. Outside all the violence and negativity, Wild Cloud Podcast is where it's at. Thank you for joining me. You know, Cincinnati. So we're locked in right now on the Wild Cloud Podcast with your host, Poppy Rich, we have the incredible, powerful, sexy, financial success, Miss Kishanda, Kishanda Dunlap. Yes. That's it. All the way from LA. How you doing? I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. Nice, nice. It's very good to see you. I can feel the I can feel the LA on me right now. All the way in Cincinnati, I feel it. <laughs> it I love it. You can feel the vibrations. Huh? I, I got it. Yeah, I, I hope I, I, I uh, moving forward with the cloud. I want to be able to really go and take a tour. So, you know, just just imagine a you know situation or scenario where I'm like, hey, I'm in your neck of the woods. Come on out. We're going to we're going to shoot. We're going to we're going to record. And just, and I'm, I'll take you know, I bring I bring the wife with me or whatever. We, we go out to dinner and just, you know, enjoy it and, and get some of that real good energy. So that's what I'm trying to get to. I like the way that sounds. Uh, we can do that. I definitely bring the people out, show you the best of LA, where the great spots is, where to go, where not to go. No. <laughs> that's it. We're in, we're, I need to know. You know what? I actually, for real, my uncle is from uh, Oakland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that's that's where he's from, Oakland. And I forgot about. It. I was just talking, and I thought about it, like, you know, wait a minute. My uncle is from Oakland. I, all my all my folks are from uh, from Cali too, and they they're actually down in Cincinnati right now. So it's some LA love in the house. Like like Tupac said, California love. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You know it. Woo. I'm so excited to meet you. You know, face to face. We're doing a little Zoom call now, and I appreciate it. Uh, this is my this is my daughter here in the background, Miss Adele. Wave, say hi. Hi, Adele. All right. she is. Thank you, thank you. Well, let's go ahead and tell the people uh, uh, again from your perspective. Uh, who who are we talking with today? Well, my name is Keyshonda Dunlap. Um, I am a powerful, sexy, ambitious leader, and I am a financial professional, a marketing director of World Financial Group. Nice. Um, for as by profession, I help people. Um, I help the middle class America, um, those who are forgotten about, learn how to earn money, um, save money, and protect their money. Um, I 
really go into homes where people who are um, just who need some financial literacy. Those of us who yeah. are left behind. A lot of people do things for or market those who earn over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, or um, you know we get to help the impoverished, the people who are making under two uh, twenty five thousand dollars a year. Yeah, those are the people who definitely need some support. Right. What about middle America who are still putting their money in the bank and who need protection, who need help? Yes. Those who suffer in times like now in a recession, those are the people who really suffer. You know, those are the people who are not receiving stimulus packages and things of that nature when they're fired from their job. What do they do with their 401k? So mm, yeah. um, I work with a brokerage firm, World Financial Group, and we help people, um, we help the forgotten, um, teaching them financial literacy and how to create generational wealth. Nice, nice. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you for joining the tour. Thank you for joining the tour. This is this it's is my pleasure. This is dynamic because everybody needs to, uh, you know, be more financially uh, literate. You know, they got they have to know what's going on. They have to know how to use the money that they do have, even on the lower end. You know, I, I got two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, and I know what to do. Oh, I can do this. I can do it. But for people that are, you know, I, I want to build some wealth. I want to have a generational wealth platform for my family. You know, this is important stuff. So, how do you really go about doing that? I mean, you know, I know you talked to me about um, getting on the Zoom with you later um, for um, uh, for your business. Correct. Well, um, first, I, I meet families. I used to do it across the kitchen table. So, say where all of the decisions are made. Yeah. Um, and I will come into a, a client, potential client, a, really a loved one. I, I consider them friends and family. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily a client, but um, someone that I care about. Um, and I'll come into their house and we'll begin to look at their finances. Now, that is typically information that most people, that's like a taboo. It's scary. Uh, oh, I got money. Yeah. How much money do you have? You're right. Oh, don't, don't worry, I'm good. I'm good. You know? <laughs> so really get to have those conversations that are tough because yeah. again, when when do we talk about money? When someone passes away mm -hmm. or when times are hard, you know, or maybe when we get a promotion and times are good and we talk, oh yeah, you I'll know, bank account just increased, yeah. you know, or it's time to purchase something. But mostly it's when we are in trouble, when we come to the kitchen table and we're like, hey, you know, I got to figure this out. Yeah. So I get kneecap to kneecap. Um, okay. With with my clients, I like that. Um, and we really begin to look at um, our finances and their finances, I should say, and we see how much they're bringing in, um, where their debt is, um, maybe some of their savings. Get to yeah. see what are their goals. That's most important. That's a big what one. What goals are? You yeah. know, um, we are trained to run this rat work, this rat race. Where okay, I'm gonna go to work. Um, I got some debt. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna pay my debt off, or I'm gonna buy me a house and save up for a house or let me save up for the vacation but well, we have not um historically we've not been looking forward to the future um there, day to day system model yeah, there's this old system model that our jobs will take care of us, and that system model is gone now. Yeah. Um, our jobs are not taking care of us. Pension plans are gone, so people are not saving the um, the the way that they should be saving, especially with inflation um, when inflation comes into play. Okay, okay. Now, do you do? I know there's people that do like small businesses and things like that. You know, how do you how do you go about helping them? I know, like you go straight to the family. I like the I get knee to knee. You know, that's what you say, right? Kneecap to kneecap. I like that. 
Um, so like, so somebody who's starting to have a small business and, you know, would it be kind of essentially the same situation, same scenario for them? You know, I'm starting small, I'm trying to work my way up this, what do I need to do? Absolutely. Um, I, if I have a small business, I have a few small business owner clients, also friends, okay. um, who have just gotten, like, I can give you an example, two great friends of mine, they're sisters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, actually twin sisters. And one of them is married and one of them is single and they have a business. They have a growing business. Um, they do a little bit, they do a little bit of everything, but let's just take one of their businesses where they sell hair. Right. Okay. Um, and I, how I help them is I let them understand that, okay, well, one of, her, one of you is married, and if something happens to the other sister, what do you guys tend to do with your business as mm. far as either whether it be death or what if one sister gets sick? There was a time in their business when one of the sisters was married, she had a baby, and then okay. the business kind of slowed down because they both wasn't in action. Both of them could not... Um, both of they were they've been in partnership, so okay. the business was only running while both of them was working together. When one so, sister was sitting down because right. she was uh, pregnant and nurturing her baby over a year, so the business slowed down. So yeah. I help businesses see, okay, well, how much is the business truly worth with both of you two working, mm-hmm. and then how much revenue is coming in? How much do you need to have on reserve if you need to possibly hire um, some help to come in? Or what happens if your your partner passes away? Mm-hmm. What happens if your partner gets sick or get ill? Or you'll have a disagreement. Period of time. And y'all, yeah, what fight each other. Buy your partner out. Right. Are you safe or are you putting revenue to the side so that in the event that that happens, um, something happens? Or how many, the, the true thing and what I do as well is help clients with life insurance. What happens, yeah, how many big. businesses do we see that when... Um, the family member or the head person of the business who's called the key person passes away and then the whole business just goes under, you know, yeah. or the entire family goes under. And that's what we talk about generational wealth or, or keeping um, keeping your assets at, at, at mind. Like who's the real asset here? Right. Uh, making sure that they're protected. Those are things that a lot of small business owners do not think about is what happens if me, like you said, if um, my business, me and my business owner, we have a falling out, you know, can, do I have money put to the side where, right, a fight or whatnot? Uh-huh. Do I have money put to the side where I can buy my business partner out? How do I acquire money to buy my business partner Ooh, out? And there good. are um, ways in which you can do that. Um, and, and most of them lie um, right there in the tax code uh, under life insurance. But you got to just, you have to know who to talk to. You got to know who to reach out to for these resources. And like you said, you I got to be realistic with what I have. And, and, and everybody wants to pretend that, you know, I'm high dollars. Well, I, I know you just bought them Jordans. You must be out. Nah, I'm not. <laughs> so yeah, that's very, very important. Yeah, I got a good job. I got a good job. You know, okay, you got a good job, but what does that mean? A good job in relative to what? You know, right. um, what does that mean? You know, let, let's talk real numbers. You know, mm. what is, what are you worth to your family over the next 10 years? Is your family mm. going to help you? I mean, is your job going to help you with that if if something was to happen to you over the next 10 years? You know, that's not the type of thing that we think about until we are forced to think about those. So, right. again, I'm, I'm the person that comes in and I have those uncomfortable conversations, but um, there are definitely in need um, okay. to, to be had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long how, how long have you actually been in the financial market? I mean, as far as like your... Um, 
I've been with my company now for three years, but I've been within the financial industry for maybe just 12 years now. Oh, um, I started out in the car industry. Okay. Um, we're straight out of, well, actually, not I want to say straight out of high school, but in college, I had a okay. part-time job. I was working um, in the sales department, okay. not in the sales department, excuse me, in the office of a, of a car dealership. So I would see people come in, you know, those people who are doing good, yeah. buying these bomb cars mm-hmm. and these Mercedes Benz. I got that check, cuz, I got that check. <laughs> Riding off with a Jag, I got to see you who truly had the money, who truly didn't have the money, who was perpetrating, faking the funk, as we like to say. Because yeah. guess what? The credit and the checks you write tell the real truth right mm-hmm. there. You know, if I got to call the bank to verify funds, or if, oh no, this person's cash is good. Right. Or, you know, uh, if you got this high APR rate, bank is uh it's hard for the bank to approve you you know or are we calling you to bring that card back that's what i'm saying uh, so that's how i was introduced <laughs> to the financial industry <laughs> okay like yeah that's man i seen that car last week leave nah nah it's back you can buy it it's right. i'm the person that they, the, the sales managers to say hey you know get this person on the phone because they they car loan wasn't approved they gotta bring that car back Ooh. and that's not a nice conversation to have a lot no. of people don't think about that mm. but the part you know is the part that's truly was troubling for me was again I was in the sales department uh, helping the sales the sales manager sell the car I was really on the finance side just handled the paperwork and the documents and contacting the banks or whatnot okay um, but when I would go over the contracts with the clients yeah and I would say you know this is your car uh, this is how much you're paying for the car this is tax and license and this is your APR rate yeah and I got to see people really didn't know what APR rate is you know yeah um, and or they um, don't care really and they're just happy to get the car say it again i was saying they're they're just usually happy to come and get that car so it's like can i leave yeah you can leave all right and nobody really thinks any further till it breaks down and really not even the small print it's the numbers it's right there's the first thing on the contract Mm -hmm. what's your apr rate and you need to know what these things are because they're the true things that are hurting us. I would see people leave off and say, okay, why this person got a 3% APR rate, but this person got a 24% APR rate. And what I noticed about that 24% APR rate is the car will be 13,000 and then the APR rate would be 24 and then the total price of the car would be uh, double that. So it'd be $30,000. And it's like, well, hey, this car was only 15,000, but they're paying 30,000 for the car. Why is that? Wow. I started paying attention to those numbers and I started looking okay and i start getting real nosy going to the credit report <laughs> what this person do what right. that person do because i wanted to know i was young and mm-hmm. i would see certain people with very low aprs or certain people come and write checks and yeah. i wanted to know what they were doing i was trying to decide what i was going to do with my life in the future you know right and right, i really right. started to pay attention that uh, people are really thinking the phone. Yeah. <laughs> they credit say a whole nother thing yeah. for that check right so Cause you know, for I, I was gonna say, cause you know, for uh, like generational wealth, uh, um, I had read a book. Uh, it was called uh, uh, the, it's like the Cost of Being Black. Uh, the Cost of Being Black. I, I don't know if that's a specific name. I can't remember, but it's it's actually been a few years. Um, but it talks about um, uh, income tax and how okay. income tax was actually meant to be a, a builder. And where some families who have, you know, have some money already together, you know, they're passed down through the family, you know, when they get their income tax, they're able to take that and, you know, they saved it up for a few years. You know, now we got this big lump sum where, you know, 
our people, you know, for, for the most part, and not just only us, but they'll go out and spend that, you know, I got $2,500, maybe you got $5,000. I've seen big checks. But it's just the the spending is off. You, you you why if you save that money and then go out and buy everybody's shoes, if you say and you know nobody wants to keep up with the Joneses. I think that's where we at. They want to keep up with the Joneses because you know I want people to look good because you look good you feel good. But I've been happy. I had a, a great interview with uh, uh, Raven Scott the other day. Um, she she's doing some stuff down here in the city in Cincinnati, and. Um, but she's also inspiring her daughter to have income on her own. So I was like, that's phenomenal. Cause you know, if we're making other money and doing other things, you know, on a regular trying to build ourselves up when that income tax come, you're like, eh, do I really need this? Maybe a small family trip. I don't know what it you, you know, but you don't have to spend it all. You don't have to lose out. And then by the end of the month, you're like, now what? touched on so many points is that just like uh, my hair stands up okay i'm telling you <laughs> boom the income taxes is one of the ways that we have are able to benefit but because of the lack of knowledge and that other thing that you mentioned keeping up with the joneses mm-hmm. um is what keeps us behind i grew up i have i have family members oh when my check comes oh when i get my income taxes back mm-hmm. you know or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how many times you know the businesses prosper february march and april yeah. because people are spending 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 because it's tax season we wait for tax season to mm-hmm. come around you know um and then they get a lot of people get they don't get that 2500 they get 4000 5000 6000 8000 yeah ridiculous amount but you know what that's really going to those people who are not earning that, that money year round not mm. on a lump they they receiving it on a lump sum and they are not really creating that on a monthly basis so when they receive this amount out of nowhere they're just like oh I can go get this I can go get that not realizing that that yeah. money easy come easy go right. it's, it's going just as fast again I worked at the car dealer <laughs> I was see you see them. You see them. flying off the off the lot. Those mm-hmm. three months of the year. Yeah. And then guess what? The repo man circling the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, June, July, and August. Yep. Yeah. Slid over. <laughs> you done slid over to your lady house. Oh yeah. Right, where your car at, baby? So I, I, I definitely understand. That's it's crazy, but it's crazy. But you mentioned a good point. Um, and that's something that I teach um, a lot of my clients as well. When you receive bonuses at work or you receive this income tax, mm-hmm. you know, I ask, my, I ask a lot of my clients, hey, well, how would you like your monthly commitment? Would you like it to be yearly? Or, or excuse me, how would you, what would you rather commit to something monthly or would you like to commit to something yearly? Okay. And most people say, oh, no, 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 no. I want to commit to something um, monthly because they don't want the year to come around and then owe a big lump sum or something <clears throat> right. like that is due. Right. guess what? Each and every year, majority of the working class or some of them, some of them not, but majority of the working class are receiving a lump sum each year. And what if you were taking that amount of money and instead of paying off your credit card debt, mm-hmm. like most people do? Yeah. That's what most people do. I'm going to pay my credit card debt off or I'm going to go buy me a new car. Like you said, buy the kids some new shoes or buy the kids some new clothes with this money. Why don't, Why wouldn't you take that four, five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars and invest it? Mm-hmm. What if you were investing it for five years um, into an account that's earning you interest of 10, maybe 12 percent. And then in the next 10 years, you're able to purchase a property. 
No, they don't. We no, they don't want to fight. They don't want to think about that. They want to just buy the shoes. They want to clothes, and then when your kids grow out of them, or they, you know, kids tear up stuff. So it's like now it's tore up. Now that car you spent that three thousand dollars on, it's broke down. Well, I paid for it in cash. Now it's broke down. Now you need another fifteen hundred to get that fixed. You could have just said, "I'm gonna do the same thing I've been doing, and we gonna come up like this." I'm act like I don't even have it. But you mentioned something that we are skipping all the way over. Okay. Um, and I'll add even something to that. that you said keeping up with the Joneses. Okay. That is something that is very big within our community. We like to, um, we, we like to promote as if we have, even though we have not. We would rather uh, act like we're balling in rather than put our hands in our pocket and humble ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that truly comes from a place of lack. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to deny that. It's not like we come from a mindset of abundance. You know? I agree. Um, we, we come from a place of lack. How many of us have grown up with our parents saying, I ain't got it, I ain't got it. Wait till I get my check. You know? mm-hmm. um, so yeah. then when we say, oh, well, well, I got it. Oh, I got it, I got it. Let me spend it because I don't know when I'm going to get it again. You know? yeah. And that's not the way to think. That's not the way the, way the rich think. And we keep yeah. wanting to be like them because we see them on TV and, you know, they're, they they fall out of control. We want to keep up with the Joneses, but we don't really see how the Joneses are managing their money and that abundant mindset that comes with the money that they have. So yeah, that's those true. Those are definitely things that, that are embedded in us that we get to have. That is the true conversation that we get to have. Ooh, we. Oh, I, I will. You know, since you're attached to the Wild Cloud uh, tour now, uh, there's going to be another conversation. Uh, put together i'm gonna bring i got some of my team i'm gonna bring in uh and then i would love to get you back on at some point for that too so that'll be a real good it's all positive all love right now it's all ladies so i've been trying to get to the men but it's tough women are i don't know if you know let me let you know but the future is female i'm down yeah i got two daughters they they got their daddy together so don't don't even trip if none of the men are coming around. The future is female, so you in the right market talking to the females, okay? All right. Everyone, uplift the culture. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm with it. Like I said, I got the two daughters. Daddy, what you need? Oh, baby, y'all got it. I'll cook. I got you. Okay. Girl, dad, I love it. Heck yeah, that's 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 uh, remarkable. I mean, that's that's where I'm at with it. I mean, I really wanted to do. Uh, I find myself you know gathering gathering more women of influence and uh in the business world in the financial world to the show so i'm really excited for that even small and local uh but with the the information that you're giving you know uh that's that's positive that's some keys right there like you can't just you think about in a year heck we're already almost done with this year and it's it's been trashed up and down the street so it's like it's it's it take this time now and and rebuild yourself collect some thoughts you know you have an idea um you know uh maybe you don't have a lot of money to start that's okay you know but you have to like you said you have to balance and 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 see what's going to work where you're going to put those funds and don't you don't need to put yourself in a hole because of it it's unnecessary correct correct um and that is number one. The key thing is you don't have to have a lot of money to start saving um, or to even to begin investing. Okay. Um, people always think, oh, well, when I, when I get my check. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I get a little 
more, you know what, when I make some more money, then I'll save some more money. And right. that's not true because when we make more, we spend more. Yeah. Um, so we get to establish the habit of saving now. And you talked about having your girls. And um, my dad was an entrepreneur when I was young. And he didn't teach me the habit of saving, but he did teach me the habit of earning my own money, which I'm so grateful to be an entrepreneur now because nice. of my dad. Nice. I remember when I worked at the car dealership, he'd be like, you going to the slave ship? You going to the slave ship? You know? <laughs> um, but you do get to teach them because they're watching. You know, they don't hear what you're saying. They're watching. Right. Um, so you be creative, innovative avenues for them to travel down right behind the pathways to travel behind you. Okay. Um, but what I wanted to say about saving was um, we get to educate ourselves. I'm a, a, a an, an advocate for financial literacy and just education all the way around, especially with the climate of what's going on today. Right. The, the number one that'll help us with um, going beyond where we are is education. Okay. And I say that because you said mentioned you mentioned a book you had read and how I learned about money because I got in the financial industry broke. Um, I was unemployed. I had lost my job and I reached out to a friend and he was like, you know what, well, why don't you come into business with me? And I'm like, how much to talk to people about money and I don't have no money? Yeah. Like, that's the point. Yeah. Um, and, and I start getting around people who earn more money than me, who think more abundantly than I do. Not more. They just thought abundantly and I didn't think abundantly at all. I came from a place of lack. I'm mm -hmm. a scarcity minded. Yeah. And once I start getting around them and the way that they talk, the way that they thought, I wanted to be on their level. I still want to be on their level. I'm still growing daily. Um, and one of the books that helped me change, that has really changed my relationship with money, Simple Read. And I know a lot of people have heard of this book, The Richest Man in Babylon. Oh, I just got done with that. The Richest Man in Babylon. Yeah, I just read, I just got done with that too. That's a good book. Amazing. Amazing. And it's so simple, such an easy read. You can listen to it on Audible in like two and a half hours. It's yep. on YouTube. And it's yep. things like that that are that accessible to us that we just pass over. Yeah. And that book taught me so much about money. It taught me about investing, who mm -hmm. to invest with, who not to invest with, who to take advice from, mm -hmm. who not to take advice from. Ooh, um, and how to save. You know, uh, again, I grew up in a household where bill collectors was calling my house too. Mm -hmm. So guess what? What we see is what we do. So I grew up having bill collectors call me too okay. until I began to change my mindset. Um, right. When I changed my mindset, I started to read. I learned a little bit about money. We talked about not having a lot of money so people don't save a lot of money. That book taught me the power of saving 10%. Oh, you know, yeah. I, I first saved my first thousand dollars, and I was like, dang, I didn't even realize like, how simple it was to save a thousand dollars. Right. Just by saving 10% of everything that I earned. And if you think about it, saving 10% is not that challenging. It's not challenging at all. If I gave you $10 and you took $1 and put it in your pocket, what? $9 can buy you just about the same thing that that $10 can buy you. Gotta say, the they better go send to the book. Send them to the book. It'll tell you. That book is life changing. The richest man in Babylon. If your listeners have not heard it, have not heard about it, they're hearing about it now. Yep. They've not read it. Check it out. Read it. Buy it. Purchase it. Live by it. Yep. Um, Y'all folks that ain't got a lot of money, go take yourself to the library when it opens back up if it ain't already, or YouTube. I YouTube it and I just audio, I audio book it, and I mean headphone. I'm. Look, I don't go no too far without thee. 
I don't got the headphones on. I'm ready to go. I, I've gotten through so many books and I'm like, dang, I, I mean, I literally listened to like three books within the, just a day. And I was like, dang, I listened to all that, that all these hours have passed. Amazing. That that is so uh, so true. How fast you can do it as well. I used to. Um, you don't know LA, but um, I used to live in the suburbs in Rancho Cucamonga. I've just recently moved back. I seen some move. Hold on, I seen Friday. Okay. I know where Rancho Cucamonga is. <laughs> you, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to live in Rancho Cucamonga in my office. My first office was in Encino, which is in the Valley. Yeah. And those two places are about uh, an hour and 15 with no traffic. Now, during traffic, it could easily be a two-hour drive. Yeah. And what I used to do when I first got into business would be bumping my music the whole way to make the ride smooth selling. Mm-hmm. But one of my mentors told me, well, why don't you start listening to podcasts and audiobooks? And by, I started listening to audiobooks, and I was... I was training my mind while I'm sitting in traffic and like, ooh, wish that I had something to jot that down, you know, okay, yeah. I need to go back to this minute where I can listen to that and what he said right there again. Right. And it's so simple. Um, this It's on YouTube. This stuff is on YouTube. I made, I created a subscription to YouTube because it was better to have for me than Audible because on YouTube I can listen to three, four, five, six books a month yeah. for the same amount yeah. as an Audible subscription. Um, and I don't know how Audible works, but it, YouTube just works for me because I can yeah, music. I YouTube it up. A podcast on there. I can listen to. I can watch my favorite workout video. It was just simpler for me. Right. But, uh, right. There's a. I, I, so I checked myself into YouTube University, is what they say. Good, they good, good for you. Good for you. Clap. Big, big kudos <laughs> to you. books in our pastime and stimulating our mind. We don't have to listen to music all day long. Mm-hmm. I used to drive up and down the freeway thinking I was a gangster. Uh, I was I was a drug dealer because I was <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like, oh, I'm about to get this money. I'm about to get this money. Yeah. Seriously, I'm hoping somebody with a 401k rollover, but I'm talking about I'm trapping. I'm trapping. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good, you know, whatever motivates you. But I learned that my time is more valuable if I'm stimulated and growing my mind. Yes, it. And it has definitely proven, um, it has proven so much to me within my lifetime. It has changed my entire surroundings. Okay. Um, I have a new circle of influence because of it. And I'm truly grateful for that. Um, but definitely read The Richest Man in Babylon when it comes to um, understanding money at a very basic level. Um, I'm glad that you said that you have read it because we able to connect on a couple Yeah, different like, and, and you're right. It's an easy it's an easy read. And I actually went over it for a second time. I went, I did it twice. Well, actually, in the same day, I just did it twice. And there's some things I missed. Um, so I was really excited for that. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Like, it's incredible. I, I agree. I feel like I get to read that book at least once a month a year, you know, and it, or listen to it bare minimum once a year. Yeah. Um, because like you said, it's simple language. It's broken down in simple terms, things you can understand. Uh, man. I want to talk about it. Look, I want to go off topic. Look, I think sometimes I get like this, like since we have some of those things in common, we've seen some of those things or read some of those things, you know, this could be a really good long conversation. Hashtag follow the cloud.